Welcome to the Finding True Health podcast, episode number 28. Here in the United States, we recently just celebrated Independence Day and the freedom that we enjoy as a nation. And so I decided to talk about food freedom in today's episode. What exactly is food freedom? Why do we need it? Why should we want it? And how can we get it? Well, let's dive in and find out. Hey there, friends. My name's Jenna Waite. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, mother of five, and someone who's passionate about helping others find true health in the midst of diet culture and body objectification. Join me as we take our focus off of weight and body size and put it on to becoming the healthiest possible versions of ourselves so that we can have energy to live our best lives. I am so excited you're here. Now let's dive in. Hello, everybody. For my fellow Americans, how was your 4th of July? Mine was fantastic. We have a couple of traditions that both involve food, actually. Uh, my mom and stepdad started the tradition a couple years ago of inviting both sides of their family over to their house for a nice big breakfast and make a del- delicious breakfast. And we all just enjoy each other and um, hang out at their house for a while and eat. And then A few years ago as well, my family started the tradition of going to a buffet here in town. It's the only time in the year that that the kids get to go to a buffet, so they think it's pretty great. They get to go and pick whatever foods they want and eat however much they want, and we all get a little too full, and (laughs) then we go over to fireworks, and we're all just kind of stuffed to the gills, but then we enjoy time with more family and watching fireworks, so it was a lot of fun. Although it was a little scary when we were watching fireworks, uh, I guess they had put one or two of the fireworks in upside down. And so when they exploded, they exploded just right there on the ground. And thankfully, you know, there was nobody close, but it was kind of scary. We were a little worried for a while there and they had to postpone the show for a minute and make sure everything was good to go. But everything turned out right and it was a great show. Now, I know that not all my listeners are in the U.S. Um, In fact, I got a really kind DM on Instagram last week from Christina, who lives in Germany. Quick shout out to Christina, who just said she's been listening to and enjoying my podcast. And it was just so nice of her to take the time out of her busy life to let me know that. So thanks again, Christina. I really appreciate that. And anybody else, if you want to DM me, let me know how you're enjoying the podcast. It really, really does mean a lot to me. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. Let's start. Uh, let's talk about this phrase, food freedom. This is a pretty trendy term right now that's kind of thrown around a lot these days. And there isn't really a single like universal definition for food freedom. I've heard people use it in the weight loss world. And I've heard people use it in the intuitive eating and weight neutral world. And there's actually a book called... Food Freedom Forever, that is really popular, and it teaches the Whole30 diet, and it, of course, focuses more on on weight loss, but also on developing a kind of healthy relationship with food, to a degree, as much as I guess you can with a diet. Uh, But a large majority of people who talk about food freedom do so, like me, from more of a weight-neutral, intuitive eating lens, and we also use it as a way to kind of heal your relationship with food. I know in my life, uh, finding food freedom has just been huge, instrumental in 
my overall health, just my overall health and well-being. So it's a super important concept. I'm excited to dive in. I want to talk about, though, even though there's not really like a general definition, let's just talk about what food freedom really is. A lot of people mistakenly think that food freedom and intuitive eating mean just eating endless amounts of ice cream and chips and donuts and insert whatever your favorite food is here, just eating these foods all day long. But having freedom around food is so much more than simply eating whatever you want, although that is part of it. If you want to eat those things all day, that's part of having food freedom. But it's also about being free to choose foods that are going to help you feel and function well and feel good. While, of course, also, again, allowing for some pleasure, fun foods here and there, if you so choose. You might practice food freedom and choose not to have those foods, and that's fine too. It's really just the freedom to choose. For most people, food freedom is essentially the opposite of restrictive eating or having a set of rules that you have to follow with your eating. It's essentially allowing yourself to eat any food that you'd like. Now, of course, most people are going to want to take into consideration any food food allergies or intolerances they might have, maybe foods they avoid for religious beliefs. I personally don't drink alcohol and smoke or drink coffee, partly for religious reasons and partly just because I personally don't really want to consume those things. But even with foods like these, even with allergies or religious restrictions, we still have the freedom to choose them if if we would like. And that's, I think, kind of the core of food freedom. Now, for me, food freedom also includes feeling in control around food and not answering every impulse or craving or thought about food that I have. I know there was a time in my life when I thought I was practicing food freedom and I really wasn't being restrictive but I also kind of felt out of control around certain certain foods because I wasn't practicing gentle nutrition and I had let some of my healthy habits slide. So even though I wasn't being restrictive, I didn't feel much freedom around food because I felt like it had some control over me. We talked about feeling addicted and out of control around food in episode number 25 and some things you can do if you're struggling in that area. So be sure and go listen to that episode if you want more in that arena. Food freedom also for me includes feeling at peace around food, not having anxious or obsessive thoughts about eating or about what I'm eating. I've also had other periods in my life when I was being really restrictive and I would think about food way more than I wanted to. I remember I would wake up and like the first thing that would come into my head was what I was going to have for breakfast. And throughout the day, I was planning meals and just thinking way more about food because I wasn't eating enough. And my that was my brain's way of getting my body to get more nutrition. Another aspect of food freedom for me is taking the morality out of foods and out of eating. It's not seeing foods as good and as bad You can eat the occasional treat without feeling guilt or shame. One reason I love living in a free country is because I have the freedom to choose. I'm free to choose how I want to live, who I want to worship, how I want to think and believe. And I enjoy that same freedom to choose with my food. I can say yes and no to foods because I choose to for whatever reason, maybe for health reasons, maybe for other reasons. 
but not because I feel like I have to or because I'm following a set of diet rules that are dictating what I can and cannot eat. Food freedom is being able to get joy and satisfaction out of a variety of different foods, getting joy out of salads, along with chocolate chip cookies, having all different kinds of foods be delicious and satisfying to you. So that's kind of my personal definition of food freedom. Here are what some other dietitians and health professionals have defined food freedom as for themselves. Megan from New Moon RD says, it's allowing yourself all foods. It's knowing that you can have as much or as little as you want. It's knowing you can eat all of it now, but also that you can save some for later. It's going out to eat and knowing that you can order whatever you want. It's not beating yourself up when you eat past the point of fullness, and it's having compassion for yourself when you do. It's knowing that no matter what decisions you make about food, it doesn't define your worth or who you are as a person. And I know I'm going to butcher this next name. Uh, Steph Godrio, I believe, is a personal trainer, and she defined food freedom as the freedom to eat foods that make you feel good, foods that are enjoyable and satisfying, the freedom to eat without extremes, the freedom to eat without unnecessary restriction, the freedom to eat in a way that is enhancing to your life and not detracting from it, the freedom to eat in a way that is helpful to your mind and your body and your emotions and your spirit, and the freedom to eat foods that are important to your culture. Joanna Foley, another dietitian, said that food freedom to her means being in control of your food choices rather than letting them control you, indulging when it's worth it to you, and passing when it isn't, without feeling any sort of shame for either choice. It has very little to do with the nutritional components of the food and much more to do with the mental and emotional state surrounding food choices. And Colleen Christensen, another dietitian, said, to sum it up, having freedom from food is taking the power back from food, learning to listen to your body, and find body attunement to implement gentle nutrition in a way that feels good. So I really liked the, those definitions. So I, incur, I invite you now to define what food freedom means to you. What would an ideal relationship with food look like to you? You can pause me here and take a minute to answer that question, really ponder on it. You might even want to write it down in a journal or on a card where you can see it regularly. Or if you're driving or busy or working out or something right now, then maybe try and keep that in mind and... You can do that later on, but I want you to just take a minute and think about what it would be like to have complete food freedom for yourself. All right, hopefully you have defined food freedom for yourself. Let's talk just for a minute about why it's important to have food freedom. Why should we even strive for this? If you've ever had a strained relationship with food of any kind, you probably know why this is important. Being overly stressed about or, again, obsessive about food can be such a waste of time and energy. It takes away from the things that really matter most in your life, your relationships, your hobbies and passions. And also feeling controlled or restricted around food can lead to self-esteem issues and body image issues. It leads to unneeded stress and oftentimes it can lead to serious health issues if you've gotten into some bad habits around food and eating. So what can we do? What if you are in that place right now of just feeling like you have no freedom around food, feeling like you have to have rules in order to control yourself, or 
being scared to let go of diets and diet culture, being scared that you're not going to know how to eat, how to trust your body. I know it can be a scary place when you're at the beginning of your journey here. Well, the first step you can take is like what we've already talked about. Define what food freedom means to you. Define why you even want it in your life. What would you gain? What are some benefits and positive things that can come from getting freedom around food? And then just start taking little baby steps. Just take one step at a time as needed. It doesn't have to be a done-by-tomorrow thing. But take steps towards ditching diet culture, ditching restrictive diets or food plans. You need to give your body the nourishment that it needs to thrive each day. Make sure that you're eating enough. Uh, Eat meals that balance your blood sugar throughout the day so that you can reduce cravings and reduce those feelings of being out of control around food. Work on other healthy habits such as getting enough sleep and drinking enough water and reducing the stress in your life. These are all going to help with feeling more control around food and just having a healthy, healthier relationship with food in general. And then, of course, letting go of food rules, letting go of counting calories and macros, of weighing and measuring food, learn how to become more in tune with your body, following your body's natural hunger and fullness and satisfaction cues, letting those be the guides for how and where and when you eat and not a set of external rules. And then also letting go of the idea of good foods and bad foods or the idea that you are a good or bad person based on what you eat. Really trying to see foods in more of a neutral light and recognizing that different foods serve you in different ways, all of which can be beneficial. Recognize that there is no, quote, perfect way to eat and that a, quote, healthy diet is going to look differently for every person. And just learning more about the principles of intuitive eating can really help you along this journey of finding food freedom. You can go all the way back to episode number five and listen to the 10 principles of intuitive eating in a nutshell if you want a review of the basic overview of intuitive eating. And then, of course, if you would like more individualized care in this area, I would love to help you. Right now, I've got my online program, Health Through Habits, going. And coming shortly in the next month or so, I'm going to be opening up some one-on-one coaching slots. So I'm really excited for that. I'm not not quite there yet, uh, but you can get on the wait list if you go to healththroughhabits.com. There's somewhere you can enter your name and your email, and I'll let you know as soon as those open up. And if you're on the wait list, you'll have first dibs to those. So if you would like to find food freedom, but you feel like you might need a little bit of help somebody who's been there, done that, and can kind of help guide you along your path, then I would be so thrilled and honored to be that person for you. And if I'm not that person for you, that's totally fine. There are other very qualified and wonderful dietitians out there in the same intuitive eating space. So I just encourage you to get help from somebody if you feel like that's something that you desire, something that you need to help heal your relationship with food. So best of luck on your journey. Happy food freedom. I It's really something I wish and desire for everybody in the world because it's such a wonderful place to be. One more thing. If you are listening to this episode on the day it comes out, then tomorrow is my birthday. I'm going to be the big 4-2, 42. 
And if you'd like to give me a little something special for my birthday, I would be so thrilled if you left a review for the Finding True Health podcast, if you find it helpful. You can leave a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. Um, Apple Podcasts is a great place, but I think most of the other podcast players have places for you to leave reviews. And that would just be such a great little birthday present if I woke up on my birthday and found some new reviews. That would be fantastic. So if you feel so inclined, I would be forever grateful. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. If you'd like help implementing what we've talked about today more fully into your life, come check out my self-paced program at helpthroughhabits.com. You'll use the science and tools of habit formation to help transform your health and your mindset. In just a few short weeks, you'll be able to add any number of healthy behavior and thought habits into your life so that you can enjoy finding true health for yourself. I hope to work with you soon.